Thanks for listening to the Calgary Business Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Wozni. Today's episode is part of a special series with Errol Voss titled Errol's Eye On. Errol is a native of Canada and currently lives and works in China. At 23, Errol manufactured and branded his own product line overseas and ran his first marketing campaign across North America. Not only did this campaign convert over $35,000 in its first month, it also sparked his interest in the nuances of marketing. Today, Arrow works with companies in China, United States, Canada, Australia, India, and Malaysia, developing marketing strategies that boost customer acquisition and maximize revenue. Errol has been featured in tech magazines, blogs, radio shows, podcasts, and marketing conferences. The Daily Cup of Tech lists Errol as one of today's top digital marketing professionals. Kirwaba Magazine calls Errol a leading marketing mind in China. I hope you enjoy the Errol's Eye On series, whereby Errol Voss will seek to provide you with practical advice on doing business. Whether you work in a startup, a medium-sized enterprise, or a multinational organization. I invite you to subscribe to the Calgary Business Podcast from whatever app you access your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and even Amazon Music. I also invite you to leave a review. This will allow others to easily find the Calgary Business Podcast, including all episodes in the Errol's Eye On series. Once again, thanks for listening and have a great day. This meeting is being recorded. Good morning. Welcome to Errol's Eye On. I'm your host, Alan Wozni, and, and joining me from as the studio in China, of course, as always, is Errol Voss. Errol, good evening to you, I guess. Good evening, Alan, or good morning for you. How are you doing, Alan? Terrific. So, Errol, yeah, I apologize. We, like, we're on the phone today. We're, we're, we're trying something different. I'm recording from my phone. I, every time this meeting is being recorded, it comes on in the background. It just says the technology is around us, right? It just it really is. And uh, it really is. I don't know if we're, are we talking technology today, Errol? Or we're going, we're, we're, but this is episode 15 for the benefit of our two listeners, Errol, our two wow. viewers. We're on to episode 15. Uh, what do you have your eye on today, Errol? Yeah. Um, what I have my eye on today. So I was on LinkedIn uh, about a week ago. Yeah. And I saw a post about uh, people were discussing the best way to build a marketing team. And uh, this post, they asked, is it better to build a remote marketing team or in-house? And so I was going through all the all the comments, everything. And so I thought this episode, I can kind of give my take on on that situation. You know, before you dive in, and, I, you know, you probably heard that I know you're on LinkedIn once a week. I go on like once an hour. So, you know, I might see things a little <laughs> more often than you. But literally, I was reading an article yesterday. I just caught my head. It says, with chat GPT or chat GPT, you know, the, the open eye, the new phenomenon yeah. by open eye. And it says, don't try to go and hire talent for chat to, to you know, to deal with AI, go in and build it, build it internally. And it was like, that that's kind of a, it's like this upskilling, reskilling approach as opposed to just going and hiring new talent. So I want to, 
you know, before you get, or as you get into this, I want to, you know, maybe we can relate to that and see. So today's topic, how to build your own marketing team. Yeah. And so when I saw this post on LinkedIn, people were going back and forth. It was just, I mean, varying answers, but in my opinion, it really depends on the situation, right? No two companies are the same. There's different sizes, different stages in, in, of a company. And so what I recommend is for small companies, startups, uh, yeah, smaller companies, um, the best approach I feel is building your marketing team using remote resources. So building a remote marketing team. And as you scale up with that, then you can focus right. on bringing those, those roles in-house. Um, that's probably the smartest route for a small, uh, even medium-sized uh, company. Um, but if you're a large, large corporation, lots of money, lots of resources, having these teams in-house is going to give you a better result when it comes to brand, knowing the culture of your brand, communicating your messages, so really the answer is it depends. Um, yeah. And both have their pros and cons. And I guess we can get into that next. You know, I'm, you just took me to a pre COVID podcast I did here in Calgary and market, you know, I actually had a couple of marketing, several marketing people on my podcast, including yourself. And, and uh, you know, there was, there was, um, it goes back to early COVID. So pre COVID. So I did insight with communal HQ here in Calgary. And so Ryan Gill is the founder of, of Community HQ or co-founder, and he's a brand guy here in Calgary. If you, if you Google him, look him up, he, he usually does this annual event out in Banff where they bring brands together and discuss branding. But Communo is because is, is of a, is a shop where they, you know, because a lot of companies don't have the resources to build their own, Communo is a freelance gig marketing type of a house. So if you, if Errol needed a piece, piece of work done, you could probably find that gig or that person within within communo so there's probably similar shops around the globe but that that was something interesting it's like taking marketing people and, and giving them this hub with their focal all marketing people yeah and that's a great point that you brought up um it's about if someone has the resources right and so these smaller companies i mean it's easy to tell someone oh it's it's always better to have everyone in-house but if you're a small company or a startup and you don't have those funds, the budget, the resources, how are you supposed to do that, right? And right. so um, a, a mistake that companies make is they might, and this is becoming less prevalent, but they kind of overlook overlook the marketing. They say, oh, we just have like one or one guy, he does our, he does our marketing, you know, and you get these, you get these marketers who are doing like 40 jobs, and ah, right? And see, that's a mistake because you can't really scale that. And in that situation, doing remote teams getting uh filling these positions remotely it allows you to uh it allows you to scale up uh where whereas it's better to have, yeah it's better to have these remote teams than just have one person in house right and a lot of the times you can stretch your budget much farther doing it that way so that's okay. a really big pro of remote remote hiring okay so i mean there seems to be a huge gamut or if you take a spectrum of what marketing entails and you know, if one person, you know, social media is now a part of a marketing person's remit. Branding, you know, if proposals for new work. I always remember the marketing people handled that. If there's ads being placed or there's wherever, the, you know, so today you've got the gamut of traditional media plus, um, you know, 
social media. But so what, where do you start? Where do you, you know, where do you go with this? It's a huge spectrum in my view. Yeah, it is a massive spectrum, right? And um, I like to take an, an omni, omni-channel approach, but I'll say this, you can't be doing everything. It's better to be good at a few channels, to be good at a few things than to just yeah. kind of be mediocre at everything. So it all starts with a good strategy and that really depends on what you're marketing, right? So you start with a good strategy, uh, find where you're gonna get the most return, where you're gonna get the most impact, where, where you'll be able to build your brand and kind of double down there. Um, for example, if it's social media, if you're finding, oh, you know what, I'm making a good impact on social media. If you have only one marketer, one marketer taking care of all your marketing, outsourcing your social media to a remote agency or to an individual is pretty easy as long as you incorporate them into your, your content, right? You, you supply right. them with the content, they understand the product. Um, yeah, so that's a very good instance where you can kind of start outsourcing. Uh, yeah. And like you mentioned, right, marketing, there's so many different things, right? There's, 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 yeah, there's tons, right? So not everything outsources as easy as, as the next, right? Like I I find social media is a little bit easier to outsource than if you're doing, uh, if you're outsourcing content creation, because to really create brand centric content, you really need to know the brand, the culture, the the company, right? So I feel like that's something that's uh, comes, you get a better result doing that in-house, but there's a lot of stuff that you can outsource and get good results. So, so see, back to your team, because you, you are remote. You ba- you're based in China. Do you have remote marketing teams? Do you have per- personnel uh, working remotely for you? And if so, what kind of roles are they d- undertaking? Yeah, so I'm doing a hybrid right now. So in, in the office, we do our own content. We have our own graphics teams. We yeah. have our own copywriter. Uh, in the past, we were outsourcing, uh, we had outsourced copywriting teams, uh, I th- four people from Canada. And then we also Coffee writers? Do people write coffee? I didn't realize they write coffee. I mean, I, I get coffee and people give me coffee, but I didn't realize it was a coffee writer. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, yeah. So then we, were, we did have a team of copywriters and they actually, we replaced them with like AI software because we found that one, one copywriter in-house was able to work faster with the AI. We're not just spewing out AI generated content. It still requires a human touch, but it just creates a faster writing uh, process. So uh, right now we're doing our like written content in-house. We've outsourced uh, to, to ad agencies, advertising agencies. We've out, we outsourced to consultants. We, we bring consultants in to, to help. Um, yeah. We've social media is one. Um, yeah. So that's, that's who we've outsourced for. I've outsourced for PPC specialists. Um, Wait, yeah. what's PPC? What's PPC? PPC is, is pay-per-click advertising. Sorry for not clarifying. Pay-per-click advertising. So things like Google advertising. Uh, when you see the advertising on YouTube, you see YouTube ads, Facebook ads, uh, you know, those types of ads. That's all PPC. So... Yeah, we we go in-house and uh, remote. And the other benefit of this is cost, right? Um, You know, bringing in all these, if we had all these people in-house, the cost would get get up there, right? Because especially if you're hiring like Canadian companies or American companies, it it takes a long time to bring someone in, right? To train them, bring them in. Uh, There's all the benefits, insurance, all this stuff. 
it's long, it's it's costly. Whereas with remote, it's a much quicker onboarding. It's quicker. You just kind of get down to business right away. So that's a, a big perk of doing remote work as well or hiring remote as well. Let me ask you, because so another one of the podcasts I did with Mar Media, she's out of Penticton. Tessa, okay. Tessa Mars out of uh, Penticton. You probably know that little city, even though you haven't been in Canada for a while. So literally she was on, she's, she talked about the hiring. And because of COVID, they were remotely hiring a lot of staff. And what they were doing, which was, I thought was kind of unique, and maybe you can share your, your experiences with hiring. And she said, we, we, had, a, we had group sessions. And we got, we got it you know, sort of on Zoom. They were doing Zoom hiring calls. And literally, um, at the end of it, she did a one-on-one and asked that one candidate what they thought of the other person. Because they knew that they were going to hire more than one person. And so basically... Uh-huh. They not only interviewed in a group and kind of, uh, you know, saw the group dynamics individually, she asked them to give their thoughts on other candidates. So, I, I, you know, I, I didn't get a follow on story, but to me, it's quite unique. That's interesting. Just, yeah. I, I wonder if the other candidates knew that they were hiring more than one candidate or else, or else they were all like, yeah, this person's okay, but X, Y, Z, or, you know, so they're just kind of. Yeah, you got to be careful. That's, that's but, a, but that, that, that was yeah. the intention. So they were hiring multiple they they said it. They I think they were open about that. So I don't, you know, if you yeah, if you're a little bit converted and playing games, and you know, you could you could maliciously do that and seek it the real thought, right? The the dirty yeah. the dirt. Yeah, you know what? That raises another good um good point about hiring remote. It really broadens the the talent pool, right? So if you're hiring on location, imagine uh, living in a city like. Let's say Lethbridge, Alberta. Imagine being in, in Lethbridge. There, you don't. Have I can't. That big you, of a you know, I don't know anybody. I can't imagine. Living, <laughs> I cannot. You know. You know. So if you're just hiring uh, locally, locally, that that talent pool is much smaller than you know remote, where you could do all of Canada, all of USA. You could go over to the Philippines, right? So it really opens up that talent pool for you, and that's another huge benefit of doing uh, remote hiring and building your marketing team remote. I guess that's, you know, that's, you get down to the, once you hire, you onboard and you said, you know, it can be easier, but then there's that managing the remote team. You know, I, you know, I found, I guess, but this is where the hiring comes in very important because you can see how they react to situations. And in, in, in case of the PPC, what would you do? I mean, you literally could say, so what, what PPC campaign would you run? Google AdWords, uh, YouTube shorts, uh, would you do, you know, um, what is it called? Those, they used to be called the pre-roll ads, right? I don't know if people use pre-roll anymore, but they, they're, to me, they're, they get your attention. You could use pre-rolls on anyone, TikTok, YouTube, you know, Facebook, Instagram. But, you know, like that, I think managing those teams starts from before you hire them because you, you get a feel for how they, they are. I mean, I don't know what your thoughts are. Yeah, I mean, you can try to get a feel on someone, but you made a good point. Let's Let's talk about the cons of trying to build a remote marketing team. The cons are... Uh, uh, the, the con is, yes, it can be a little difficult to to scope uh, or to gauge talent properly, right? That is that is always going to be a, a con. Um, but the other part that you mentioned is managing that talent, managing more remote workers. That is also another con. It's difficult. But I will yeah. say it's becoming less of a con because of new softwares, uh, lots of management softwares, especially your favorite, monday.com. Uh, CRMs like HubSpot, you can really manage your team. But yeah, so one con is managing that talent and actually gauging that talent uh, remotely can be a little bit more of a challenge. Um, 
The another challenge of hiring remote is uh, teaching company culture. Um, you right. know, there, there's just right. something about being in the office with everyone. You learn the culture faster. You learn the values faster, right? So when it comes to marketing and you're coming out with content or social media content, anything customer facing, you really want that to encompass your brand, your morals, your story, everything, right? And so there can be a little bit of a difficulty explaining that to a remote worker. Unless you're a big company that everyone knows about, everyone's grown up with your brand, they can feel it already, right? So, um, yeah, so that, that's, that's kind of the trade-off. You know, it's funny. It's not funny, but it's, it's as I said, when, we, when you told me the topic today, my mind immediately went to, you know, whenever companies raise, when they raise funds, venture capital, and there's a, there's a public announcement. The first, there's two things that I usually see, and particularly if it's a tech company, is one, we're going to hire um, sales or, or development teams, experts, software engineers, and the other is marketing and sales to build that, you know, to build, to expand and scale, to let people, you know, create awareness. So mm -hmm. I guess that's, you start, you, you know, when, when these new companies start, they need to create awareness. When old companies raise or when they do something new, they need to create awareness. So marketing, in my view, is, 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 is pivotal, is pivotal in making that happen. So you must see a golden, I guess, a goose egg when you see these announcements or people saying, hey, we're hiring marketing people. How do you react? Because you have this capacity, but you're not, you're not outsourcing your your, your services, but you, you see this, do you see this opportunity threats when people are scaling yeah, in terms of hire, your own hiring? Exactly. There is lots of, of opportunity out there and the difference between working for a big established company and then maybe a startup is the factor of speed. A lot of these startups speed is key, right? Uh, you have to move fast. You have to, you have to mobilize quickly. And that's a big, a bit, another big factor that, or a big um, pro of hiring remote is it allows you to have that speed. You can quickly get your team, your marketing team together, and then you can yeah. quickly start uh, start marketing, right? Whereas in a well-established company, in a Coca-Cola, yes, you yes you want to be quick, but you're not. You don't have that startup uh, feeling the burn quickness, you know. So um, there there is a lot of opportunity. For these newly found startups or new newly funded startups, but the game is a little, is different for the marketing game is different for a startup compared to like a well established like corporation. So, but yeah, lots of opportunity there. So what what do you I mean if if you take managing now let's we can, we can sum up with managing or building a remote team. I mean where where do you go? Um, once you built your team, what's your first steps or how, you know, what's your priorities? Priority number one should be communication. Um, marketing functions don't operate in silos. You know, your, your social media isn't separate from your advertising. Your content marketing is not, is not uh, separate from your SEO. Your SEO isn't separate from, you know, everything needs to flow together. There needs to be communication right. between everything. So number one priority is communication. Um, so group meetings is a good way. Um, project management software is also a great way. Um, yeah, you know, like messaging platforms is a good way. But so you need to establish that communication. Uh, you need to kind of find a flow. Um, 
And the best way to find a flow is for everyone to understand the flow, understand how things work. So there's yeah. software called flow. There's, there's an actual software called flow. And I don't know if that's workflow management, but there is a software called flow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm not familiar with it. I'll check it out, but yeah. Um, finding the flow and, and communication. And that's nothing new, even inside a, an organization, communication is key. It just happens a little more organically and a little more naturally. Right. Okay, so let's talk about any software tools on communication. I mean, I can think of Slack, WhatsApp. You know, what are you using, or what do you what do you find most effective? Email. I mean, obviously, people still use email. Yeah, I mean, you you can do email. I I I like I really like Google Meets. I really like Google Meets, um, especially with the new AI stuff they're adding in. They already have uh, clip uh, notes. It automatically takes notes on the meeting. So nice. I really like using Google Meets. I use monday.com for the project management. Um, obviously for uh, CRM stuff, I like using HubSpot. I've spoken about them a few times. Um, yeah, for really large corporations though, I think, I mean, a lot of them have their own internal systems, whatnot, but yeah, what I like to, I keep my uh, software stack relatively simple. It's incredible. I saw just talking about uh, you know, software stack managing these different there's social media app, I, you know, there's heat tracing and looking at, you know, the, the hits that your companies get. I was just doing some accounting, basic bookkeeping for some uh, a company out of a startup out of, of Vancouver. And literally they had social media, they were paying external resources. And I'm like, I, I had to Google some of these companies. I think that's why I found Flow. But managing those multiple, you know, first of all, you got to manage your people your marketing team, but also the apps that they use and the, the you know, around that. It just, it's, it's incredibly complex yeah. in my view. That's a good point. Yeah, it is incredibly complex. And another point I forgot to mention is yeah, managing the people. So uh, there's ways to do that as well. You can people, you can track their, their screens, right? There's like screen monitoring. Uh, there's like clocking in people, you can clock in and, uh, but I mean, and then now there's like all these countermeasures for, for beating the system, like mouse jugglers, et cetera. Right. So it's kind of funny that there's this whole that, little war going on. To show that you're working, that your mouse is actually active. Yeah, exactly. Right. So they have these things called mouse jigglers, which I think are hilarious. And they just jiggle your mouse every once in a while. So it like tricks the software into thinking you're, you're at your desk working. Oh, that's um, hilarious. But yeah, so, so there was that whole, there was that time when you know people would be on a screen and if they're playing a game or something, immediately they'd push a button and it would, it would go to a, a spreadsheet because we were, that was at Ernst & Young downtown Calgary, right? <laughs> and it would immediately go to a spreadsheet. Didn't that, it was, it was even a real spreadsheet, right? That's hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But I mean, this incredible, I, I think it's just, it's very hard. Like for, for people to stay motivated, how do you motivate those remote staff? you know, out of sight, out of mind, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. incredible. I think it's a, it's a huge talent on, on the executive leaders. If you have remote teams and building and sales, if things are down, like if, if they're not selling anything or they're not getting yeah. their quotas. How do you, yeah. how do you keep that going? And you know, what I find is you have to, when, when you work in office, there's kind of this feeling of like punching in my time. I spend my time and then I go, Whereas with remote, I find what works best is task-based work. So it's like, right. I don't care where you are, when you're doing it, but we have a task to do. It needs to get done by this time. And so uh, as long as the work is getting done, I'm fine with you working at whatever times, but we need to get it done. I like that. Yeah. And 
yeah, you know what? And then you're not, then you're not micromanaging and you're not like, oh, clock in, jiggle your mouse type stuff. Then it's more so like, you know what? Let's work as a team. Let's get the work done. And yeah, let's do it at what's most convenient for us, you know, as a team. So you mentioned communication is a key and you mentioned managing the person and that we just talked a little bit about the room, the task base. Any final thoughts of, of, of a remote building a, a marketing team? Yeah, I guess my final thought is I can just loop it back to loop it back to my simple answer at the beginning. Uh, what's should should you build an external marketing team or remote marketing team or should you build one in-house? And my answer to that is if you're a small startup, if you're a company with limited resources, aim to build a remote marketing team with with a manager in-house. So yeah, one manager in-house or one or two managers build a remote marketing team. And then later, as it's scaling, you can uh, you can you can aim to bring those remote teams inside, right? So like that's a good tactic. Whereas if you're a large company and you have the resources, then by all means hire, bring people inside. So that's kind of my take on it. Well, Errol, as I said, I think marketing is is pivotal. It's more key more key than today than it was say back in the sixties. We talked about the watches, you know, running campaigns. It's incredible. And I just think, as I said last, uh, last night or yesterday, digging through invoices as an accountant, I, I, you know, my eye caught the, the amount of money pe- this, this startup spent on, on marketing. So I, I, I imagine, you know, it's just, it's just huge opportunity and also to, to succeed and fail. So I think what you, you've said is building those teams and some of the building blocks that you mentioned are going to, you know, it can help startups and or big companies. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, interesting episode. You raised some good points. I think we had a good discussion on it. Errol, your eye is always uh, on something important. And thank you for sharing today. Episode 15, folks. There's a lot more content back in the, in the, old, in the early days, back in the day when Errol was younger. <laughs> back around episode two. <laughs> Errol, have a great day and uh, or good evening for you. And we'll, we'll, we'll chat next week. Thanks, Alan. See you on episode 16. All right, bye, Earl. Bye-bye.